Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today's Monday, September 25th, and here are the three things you need to know for the week. Number one, this month's Success Club reward. We are all pressed for time, right? But it's pushing past our limits that gets us to our full potential, and that is what this Success Club reward is going to provide you. We've got a personal development webcast with Hal Elrod who does just that. He's the author of the book called The Miracle Morning, The Not-So-Obvious Secret Guaranteed to Transform Your Life Before 8 a.m. And let me tell you, it's working for me. Listen to all my energy before 8 a.m. California time. Anyway, visit FAQ 1040 for more information. Plus, just to add more perks to Hitting Success Club this month, Carl is handing out $100 bills and thank you notes to our top Success Club point earning coaches between today, or I think it was yesterday, through the end of the month, September 30th. Now, I don't care about the $100 bill, but I've gotten a personal thank you note from Carl, and they're pretty spectacular. So you definitely want to do uh, Hit Success Club uh, and hit the big big points this week. Number two on the announcements is Clean Weeks. Do you have customers that aren't quite ready to commit to a challenge pack? Then you should consider entering Clean <laughs> Clean Week, which is launching October 3rd. It is our new seven-day introductory program that helps your new customers experience a full week of a total solution. Coming out of a Clean Week challenge group, we want customers to understand the benefits of our total solution and be ready to commit to a challenge pack. Check out FAQ 3466 to learn more and prepare for the launch. And be sure that you check out The Surge with Carl Deichler on October 3rd at 4 p.m. Pacific, which will be a clean week kickoff. That will be on the TBB Coach 411 Facebook page. Number three, you know, never do energize before you do the National Wake Up Call, right, Jeff? Uh, the Diamond Bonus Pool. That's the third announcement for today. Do you want to make an extra $250 this quarter? This is the last month to achieve Success Club in order to qualify for that third quarter bonus. So if you're out, out of the running for the third quarter, you can still qualify for the fourth quarter. If you want to learn more about the Diamond Bonus Pool, check out FAQ. 8051. That is it. I'm going to step aside and introduce our president of global sales, Jeff Hill. Sandy, I don't know if you took enough Energize or not enough or quite where to go with that, but I'm still lost. And people that didn't listen to the pre-show know what we're talking about. But if, if either you're pregnant or you're not, right? I'm not sure which one that's for, but anyway, coaches, if that doesn't welcome you and wake you up for the National Wake Up Call and then create intrigue and some curiosity, which just happens to be, by the way, the topic of this morning with Morgan Rieger, so that'll get us going. But coaches, absolutely welcome to this National Wake Up Call. We just came off a great weekend. For many of us, it was on the road visiting uh, a lot of cities across North America. Uh, Carl was in four cities. We had trainers in many cities. I had 
the incredible opportunity to travel all the way up to Nova Scotia, uh, to Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. I mean, man, you are a hop, skip, and a jumping away from Greenland. I mean, if I was a could get enough speed up, I could have jumped. But we were up there, and we had a phenomenal group. And then off to Toronto, and I know all of our corporate guys that went were just absolutely, as always, blown away with the market councils, with the people and that come to these events that bring leadership and just um, organization and put these on. So if you know a market council member that was part of putting those on, tell them thank you because uh, these are big deals. But more importantly than that is the information that's conveyed. And then even more important than that is what you do with what you heard while you were there. And I know, I know that most of you walked out of that meeting with some resolve, a greater resolve to do something as you walked out. Now, today is the day. Today's that moment of truth. Today's the time when you have to say, what am I going to do with that? And that's why Carl put in this extra little spiff of those who help the most people by help, and achieve success club points. Sometimes, you know, we confuse those two, but it's really helping the most people in the next seven days. He's going to, he sits down, man, and he writes a handwritten card and, and then he slips a little hundred dollar bill in there. And that's kind of nice always, right? But like Sandy says, it's that note. It's that attention that you get. Be one of those people. Go for it. What happens if you're 101? You will have grown your business. And that's the best part. So listen, coaches, we're going to jump into a great call on curiosity marketing in just a moment with Morgan Rieger. But first, um, we've got some people that move their business forward. And it's always fun to hear from Darren Ashby as to who those folks are. So Darren, take it away. Thank you, Jeff. And good morning, coaches. All right, let's jump right in with our newest diamond coaches. Here we go. Congratulations to L. Ackerman, Alicia Bullock, David Capwell from Canada, Helene Collette. Kate DiMatteo, Alicia Dixon, Jessica Dragu, Eric Feldman, Olga Flores, Katie Garbett, Shiliam Goisha, Jesse Hartung, Chelsea Jensen, Miranda Jurens, Jackie Kelly, Sarah Nelson, Julie Petrula from Canada, Christina Satlula, Megan Seals, Laura Sontag, Joanne Starkey, Noel Stockstead, Tammy Torres, and the next three from Canada, Nikki Ura, Deanne Watrick, and Paul Windsor. And from the U.S., Katie Woolard. Great group of new diamonds this week. Congratulations, guys. Now on to the star diamond coaches. Here we go. Gina Cohen, Grady Dacus, Nicole Daniels, Christine Davis, Olivia Grist, Lily Howard, Becky Jennings, Sharon Munez, and Heidi Woodle. We have uh, three new two-star diamond coaches this week. They are Shana Anderson, Emmy Schneider-Green, and Kristen White. And coaches jumping to four-star diamonds, we have two. Congratulations to Wendy Bankhead and Rachel Bodie. And a new five-star diamond coach this week, that would be Katie Jarima. And coaches, we also have a new nine-star diamond coach. Congratulations to Chelsea Pearson. All right, that's it for ranks. Now on to top success club point earners for the week. Congratulations to Tulin Emery, Cindy Monette, Vanessa Boulay, Jenny Vandermeer, and Marie Andre de Rest. All right, guys, that's it for another week of advancements. Congratulations to everyone on the call. Have a wonderful day, and make it a fantastic week, everybody. Back to you, Jeff. Man, Darren, I mean, you go right up the ladder. You go from the hour to the day to the week. I love it. 
Um, and by the way, coaches, just let me extend that little thought of his. There's 98 days left in this year. Kim Carver mentioned on Super Saturday that there's 100 days left. And it was like, are you kidding me? So if that doesn't become a something you write on the fridge, put on the wall, I mean, get a Sharpie and write it on the wall to remind you how many days left you have to finish this year strong. Okay. Coaches, curiosity marking. That's something that has gotten a lot of attention lately as to exactly what it is, how it works, what it looks like, how you can create that. And today, we're absolutely thrilled to have a great coach on the line from Canada. And let me just do a little education right now. Saskatchewan is a province in Canada. It's like a state. So now you know you, you don't have to wonder again. But we have nine-star diamond coach Morgan Rieger from Saskatchewan on the phone with us this morning. She's a three-time elite. She's been in Success Club 49 months. She's an organizational leader on the, on the leadership ladder. Um, she's got a grundle of people. Uh, that have submitted their results to the Beach Body Challenge Contest. What's cool about that is because what that means is that somehow, some way, if it's through challenge groups or whatever, she is getting people that are getting results that are confident, confident enough to put their results in and kind of show I'm coming from here to there uh, physically in my life, and that's what our business is all about. But uh, we're thrilled to have on the line with us three-time elite coach Morgan Rieger. So, Morgan, are you there Hey, Jeff. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. All the way up there in Saskatchewan, even, I can hear you. So I know. <laughs> I, I know. I had to. So for those that don't know, I'm Canadian, and one of my pet peeves is that Americans don't know too much about Canada. So if I have an opportunity to educate, I'm going to take <laughs> just a second. But more importantly than that, Morgan, um, welcome to the call. And I think this topic is absolutely uh, timely, relevant, and I know that a lot of coaches are curious about what does curiosity marketing look like. So mm -hmm. let's jump into this and uh, first find out a little bit more about how could someone from Saskatchewan find, <laughs> possibly find out about Beachbody. Tell me about it. Um, <laughs> so I, um, how I got into Beachbody and coaching was extremely random like you said i i knew nobody that was a coach didn't know anything about it um it was actually back in grade eight my older sister i don't know i guess my parents let her order off the tv but she ordered turbo jam so that came in the mail and i saw her doing it and you know of course younger sister is not allowed to use older sister's things but it looked fun. So when she was out of the house, I would actually pop in, you know, Shalene Johnson in her plaid mini skirt, if some of you have done the workouts before. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fun. I ended up, you know, throughout high school inviting, you know, my friends over. We would do it. And that was my first introduction to fitness. And, I mean, I didn't really know it was Beachbody or anything like that. It was just a fun workout, good music. And that was kind of my, my first introduction to Beachbody. So how did you then start to move from just following someone in a plaid skirt to, to <laughs> actually thinking about coaching? Yeah. 
Um, so again, that was extremely um, unexpected. So I did beach body programs kind of on and off from there, you know, fell in love with Shalene, did Turbo Fire, um, Shalene Extreme, all that stuff. So throughout high school, and then I went away to university and kind of did them on and off throughout university as well. And I went to school to be a biology teacher. So I got a biology degree and an education degree. But ever since, you know, back in grade eight, I had this passion for fitness. And I always thought, gosh, it'd be so cool to have a career in fitness. And, you know, I'd brainstorm opening a gym and then realized how much money that cost. And then I'd brainstorm, well, maybe I should be a personal trainer. Um, But I wasn't crazy about, you know, working around other people's hours. And then I thought, oh, well, I'll be a gym teacher. But um, a lot of people told me, well, you know, you might struggle to find a job. Maybe you should go for the sciences or the math. So um, I kind of go at that point in time went with what people told me sort of. And I went to be a science teacher, a biology teacher. So when I graduated and decided to take a maternity leave position back in my hometown, move back in with my parents. I thought, okay, Morgs, you know, you're not going to have time for these long gym workouts that you've been doing. So maybe it's time you order a new home workout to keep yourself accountable as you start full-time teaching. And at that point, I really loved lifting weights. So I went online to my trusted beach body for the past, you know, eight years that I knew them and I've, and I seen the body beast program. And I thought, you know what, this is going to be perfect for me. I can do it in my parents' basement before I go teach. This will be great. So um, somebody was watching over me that day. I went to teambeachbody.com instead of beachbody.com and I purchased body beast and I actually just seen the coaching tab. And I told my fiance, Stephen, I'm like, hey, did you know Beachbody has these things called coaches? He's like, no, but you should probably just sign up. You'd probably be good at it. And I'm the worst decision maker, and I don't like anything outside of my comfort zone. So I said, no, you know, there's no way. But I couldn't stop talking about it. So that night, he was like, Morg, if you don't sign up, I'm just going to sign you up myself. So I went ahead and signed up. And then, of course, after I was signed up, I learned about psychology. So I literally paid the maximum amount you can pay to sign up to be a coach. I bought Body Beast, then I paid the sign-up fees, then I purchased Shakeology, and then after that was when I actually learned what coaching was. I didn't know when I signed up. I just knew I had a had a love for Beachbody. Well, that's kind of a fun story. Everybody out there is asking themselves, where are the Morgan Riegers in the world in my life? <laughs> well, let's let's jump into this call because I think that this is, is really, uh, I think, uh, like I said earlier, a, a great call. So I'm going to ask you, right as we start, when people get off this call in 15, 20 minutes, what do you hope they will have heard and learned? Yeah, so I really want them to learn basically three different ways to create curiosity about coaching, being able to start the conversation about coaching. So I've got three ways, which is in challenge groups, virtually, obviously, in person, and then in your general social media. And I want to cover a couple examples so that when you get off this call, you'll have three different ways that you can, you know, go out in the world and start to create that curiosity about coaching so that the conversation just comes more naturally and okay let's jump in to it and I'll, I'm just <laughs> going to ask some questions as, as we go along the way so I'm going to just toss it over to you and 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 take us away sure sounds good Jeff 
So the reason I really like this topic is basically because I was terrible at it for the first year. I had a great passion for fitness, great passion for helping people with that. I had no problems talking about that, but I did have a lot of problems talking about coaching because, like I said, when I signed up, I knew nothing about it, knew nobody that was a coach, really didn't have a lot of experience or confidence in it. But then at the year mark, it was kind of pointed out to me by some of the other coaches I was working with that they're like, Morgs, you know, all you really talk about and share about is fitness and challenge groups. You know, you don't really talk about coaching much. And of course, that fear in my head came about that, oh, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want people to think, you know, I want them to join join me and I'm, you know, that kind of thing. So I started to develop these three ways that I could gradually create curiosity and gradually start the conversation with people about coaching that seemed really, really natural to me. So that is, like I said, in challenge groups, in person, and then on my general social media. So I'm going to go through each three and share a couple examples from each so that hopefully when you get off this call, you'll be like, oh, okay, this is a lot easier and more natural than I thought because sometimes you know how it is. It gets a little <laughs> little overwhelming and scary to share something that's brand new to us, right? Yeah, so, but again, that I think the piece is, as coaches, as you listen to this, man, I would be taking notes, I would be writing these things down, and then it's like always, it's in the doing that you, that mm-hmm. you figure it out and, and, and renew. So let's, yeah. let's start with the challenge groups then. Okay, perfect. And so for challenge groups, um, creating curiosity, curiosity about coaching in challenge groups, which most of us do virtually. So I kind of brain dumped what I personally do in challenge groups to start to create that curiosity. So I'm going to give you a couple examples. So the first thing I do, and I'm sure a lot of you do, is giving them assignments, well, assignments, if you want to call it that, here and there that kind of bring out coaching behavior. So sharing a workout photo, sharing their Shake-O recipe, um, finding a motivational quote or video, and we definitely start by just sharing those in the group, but then some days I'll encourage them and say, you know, go out and post this on the social media of your choice. And maybe like I'll give away a little prize or something for everybody that screenshots their public post and does it because I kind of, and I explain why I say, you know, probably a, a public social media post is what got you to start your journey. So could you imagine, you know, what your one post could do to motivate other people? Another thing I like to do is actually I share the National Wake Up Call episodes in my challenge group, especially the I Am Team Beachbody episodes that Sandy went through. I think it was the month before last, an interview, just short interviews of people on their journey because I think those stories, I mean, stories in general hit you in the heart and motivate people. And those people in the challenge group think, oh, well, those people, you know, I'm in those shoes and look what they were able to do. So I like to share the National Wake Up Call episodes in there. I have changed my cover photo kind of on and off to be our team photo. So in my challenge group, I will change the cover photo to be our great team photo we took at Summit. And I don't say anything. It's basically, again, just creating curiosity, showing them what what the girls look like girls and guys look like on our team and that they could fit in, you know, just fine. 
I also changed my challenge group name to be our kind of like our team name. So my team name is Limitless. I actually didn't have a team name for the first three years of coaching, so you definitely don't need that. Um, but my challenge group is called Becoming Limitless. So it just fits my vibe, better, my vibe better, and when I invite or share about it, it comes across a lot more naturally um, and kind of creates curiosity in my challenge group, too, because they're like, oh, well, your team is called Limitless as well. Um, a couple more. I do share a coaching webinar, so if I'm doing a sneak peek or anything like that, which you guys have heard in the in a couple national wake-up calls earlier this month, I will invite my challenge group. I'll post in there, invite them in there, and explain that, you know, you're, you're my kind of people. You're my kind of people that I want to work with in a challenge group as well as on a team. I also um, welcome new coaches. So I do a welcome in my team page, but if they're in my challenge group, I'll also congratulate them and post their welcome graphic or whatever that may be in the challenge group as well to celebrate them there. And then my challengers can see, you know, who's becoming a coach as well. I shout out apprentice coaches that are in my challenge group. So any coaches that are new and they're kind of learning the ropes, I call them apprentice coaches in my challenge group. I'll just shout them out in the group, thanking them for their help and their support. Um, again, just so everybody can see who has become a coach. So let me stop you, Morgan. For yeah, a sure. <laughs> so, so right now in this in this challenge group, obviously there's been no discussion as you invite challengers in that um, there is an environment for coaching here. But mm -hmm. as people, I mean, it's a fitness, it's an opportunity to work out, to get fit, have accountability, create a sense of community. And then inside the challenge group, these other pieces that are happening, and you don't really, you, as you said, you start dropping these crumbs where people are going, what's an apprentice coach? What are they doing? Why right. would they post? Those kinds of things that, right. that make them ask the questions about what's going on around me here. Is that yeah. kind of a, is that a proper deduction from that? Exactly. You got it, Jeff. Oh, finally. <laughs> I'm still on the uptake. Okay. So, so yeah. keep going. I just want to be okay. clear to people that these yeah. are these are things you you have you've created your challenge group. You've invited yeah. challengers into it. You haven't necessarily said it's going to be a coaching challenge group. It's it's this other, but these pieces are taking place, and then that piques curiosity. Yeah, exa exactly. And I mean, there's no you don't have to feel like you're pressuring anybody or you know that they have to become a coach it's just you know me simply doing those small behaviors that i think are super important anyways right yeah okay so number great two? keep it keep it moving number two all right number two is creating curiosity about coaching in person so i think this is one i'm guilty of forgetting about as well as probably a lot of other people and I think it's becoming more and more important. And, I mean, obviously I wasn't around when coaching first started, but I would assume this is how it was built in the beginning, right, in person, talking to people around you. So different things um, that I brainstorm kind of that I do here is things like taking them to a Beachbody event, like Super Saturday. You know, you could easily take a mom, a dad, a friend, a neighbor with you and be like, we're doing this fun workout, you know, come with me. It could be things like inviting people to work out with you in the morning. So I used to do this back when I was doing Turbo Jam. I'd invite, you know, my girlfriends to work out with me. And even now when they come to my hometown, 
they know to message me and we're going down into my basement when they're home for the weekend and we're going to do a workout together. Um, things like lending out books. So personal development has been a big thing for me in my coaching journey and that coaching introduced me to. So I am constantly lending out books to people. Um, I think half my bookshelf is probably out at friends places or family places and that, that in itself is a great conversation starter about, okay, how did you start learning about this stuff, right? Um, what else? I invite people for Shakeology. <laughs> so if I'm going over to a girlfriend's for coffee or whatever it may be, you know, I'm taking my Shakeology in the morning, I will make two and take one as well. Or if my friends are over working out with me and we're having Shakeology after, you know, I'll make one for them too. Um, I text podcast episodes to people all the time. And then another great one is when it comes to, you know, being away at Summit this summer, I learned this great tip from another coach. And it was like, you know, we got in an Uber probably 30 times, and that could be 30 times I asked that Uber driver, you know, about their life. What do you do? And what are they going to ask me in turn? You know, what do I do? What are you here for? And just starting that conversation um, with people around you, whether that be at a coffee shop or grocery line or whatever that may be. And I think just opening up your eyes to the people that are around you, because sometimes we get on, we put on our social media blinders. Yeah. I, you know what, uh, Morgan, as I, as I, as you just said that, I thought th- that last one that you just shared may be worth the investment to go jump in <clears throat> 10 Ubers and, you know, for, for spend a hundred dollars and literally practice, because like you say, yeah. it's a safe place. It's a great yeah. place and you refine and you're going to have a different situation each time. And people are going, really, that's what you do. And I go, it's not a bad idea. At least if you're in that situation, make sure you take advantage of that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But exactly. I, thought, I think that's a little magic right there. Good. Everybody will be doing that to all their Uber drivers next trip. Okay. So, um, obviously, those situations all give rise to the again. What you know? What about you know? What about coaching? Um, and it, let me just stop you for a moment again. As you it, it, when that surfaces, if you were to say in a nutshell, put you on the spot here. Oh, so what's Shakeology or what do you do as a coach? Your elevator type description speech of what you do is is what? Mm-hmm. So I like to say I I mean personally I like to keep it super simple to allow them to ask questions and be curious. So I just say I help people with their health and fitness goals. And I, I you know, sometimes I rare I don't even say I'm a beach body coach because I just say I help people with their health and fitness goals. And that's, I think that's easier than saying I'm a health and fitness coach, because I think that's maybe an overused term, but I just like saying I help people with their health and fitness goals. And how do you do that? I'm going to, I'm going to keep the dialogue going with you. Yeah. And they say, and they say, so how do you do that? So I help people decide what workout program is right for them, what nutrition plan is right for them, and then I help them stick to it so that it doesn't just sit on their counter and collect dust. And if I wanted to get more fit, how would I connect with you? Oh, you should just add me as a friend on Facebook and Instagram. Here, what's your what's your name on Facebook? I'll add you as a friend. And then what will happen? And then they will start to see 
what I'm posting um, on my social media, start to create more curiosity. And then maybe in, say, a month of them being my friend, I could message them and see how they're doing. And I know they've kind of probably seen some of my posts, and I could gradually start a conversation, um, perhaps about a challenge group. Okay. All right. And then there, there comes that point where you invite them to a challenge group. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get to number three. I could keep drilling down on that, but we're going to run out of time. So let's get to number three about creating or about the coaching and social media. All right. So creating uh, the last one is creating curiosity about coaching and social media. So this is your general social media on Facebook or Instagram or wherever it may be. And I put this one last after the challenge groups and after the in-person because most of the time, myself included, we fall to this one first. Um, and I think that's tough because it might be the easiest one to go to, but it's probably the hardest one to gain coaches from. I feel like your posts on social media basically fuel the other two areas. Um, so when it comes to posting in social media, I, I kind of like to think of it this way. What did I like to see, you know, my coach post about in the beginning? You know, what made me interested? Because it obviously works for you, and that's your kind of type of people. So I would post more about that. I also, this is important to me, is to actually, you know, slow down and brain dump and actually think, okay, what has coaching done for me? You know, I'm at Super Saturday. I'm around all these positive, supportive people. You know, how do I how do I feel about that? I could do a post about I was at this event with these positive people. You you know, you don't even have to mention Beachbody. They're just making you a better person. Um, I don't really spend more than five minutes on a post because then I think it's just not coming across naturally. And when it comes to posting on social media, it's it's maybe hard for me to give you exact examples, you know, post this way, because I think you really have to, like I said, slow down and figure out what does this look like for you? And it's going to look so different for every type of coach based on what coaching has actually done for them. Um, I think that posts, these posts, are great and they're extremely important because they fuel those other conversations, but they're only going to catch people that are in the stage and, and ready to accept this opportunity. So what I mean by that is, you know, people don't know what they don't know. So they don't really know they want this life-changing experience. Um, so sometimes those posts might blow right past them, right? So they want to lose weight. They want to feel better about themselves. And then they're perhaps open to other other possibilities, right, one thing at a time. I just think it's important that you meet people where they are, make them feel better about themselves first so that they can actually be open to the opportunity. So even, you know, on my social media, I'll share tons of book suggestions. Um, I'll share different YouTube videos that I'm watching. I'll share um, podcast episodes, again, just to create that curiosity. But I think when it comes to social media, it's hard to give exact examples. It's just slowing down and really tuning into how does what has coaching done for you. And a key piece that allowed me to finally do this after, you know, three, four years is keeping, I know you've heard this, but keeping your blinders on. 
I, I rarely watch what other coaches are doing except, you know, the good friends that I stay in touch with, but I rarely watch what else is going on because I think I lose focus and other people's way of coaching starts to impact me. And I think I get the best results in my social media when I'm just true to my story, myself, and my message. Yeah, so a couple thoughts on this, Morgan. I was I was in, like I said, Halifax and, and Toronto. Mike Fitzpatrick was was one of the speakers, and he used a phrase, yeah. that I, or a phrase that I'd never heard before that relates to what you just said. And it was, and again, it was in, in context of you, you've got to do what what is you. You've got to be, again, authentic to yourself and not try and be somebody else. And he used this phrase that comparison is the thief of joy. And I thought, wow, isn't that a great phrase? Comparison is the thief of joy. Because what happens is, as we compare with other people, as we're looking at other people, it takes away from who we really, really are. And I think when the, the more in alignment you become with yourself and authentic to mm-hmm. yourself, you know, one, you're happier. Two, your posts are going to be more powerful and are going mm-hmm. to be better and what this means to you. So one, yeah. Um, like you say, it's hard to give an example because it's specific to each one. Alita Steele was in Toronto, and she she was talking about that exact same piece. I think it's key to best practice off others, just like we are here, and learning what what's working. But then you have to then you have to make it. You know, you do have to make it um, you. The exactly. other piece that jumped into my mind is you're talking about, well, I share podcasts and I share books and I do this. You can't do that unless you're doing that, meaning mm-hmm. unless you're listening mm-hmm. to podcasts and watching right. things and the personal development, which means that you're intentionally and thoughtfully investing in yourself yeah. that that allows you to do that other piece. And And I think the piece that that does, that's the piece that opens up opportunity. That's the right. piece that makes you more interesting and more attractive to others because they're going, who is this woman from Saskatchewan? You know, man, she's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm being serious there because she's, you know, they go, she's someone I, that, that creates intrigue and interest. Mm-hmm. She's, she's interested mm-hmm. in anything. I'd like to get to know her better. Yeah. So, so any other last thoughts on curiosity marketing? We say that and sometimes I think we feel like we have to have a master's in marketing in order to do that. And and really what you're saying is not so much, but you do have to do some work. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I was, I was personally scared of this for a long time, but I think when you break it down these three ways and take a look at these examples, you start to think, Oh, well, you know, I'm doing give or take all of this already. It's just a matter of, okay, let's, let's share little pieces here and there about it and and then inviting to coaching is like oh you know it's a lot easier it's a lot more natural than i thought and when when i look at my journey and somebody asks me you know what has impacted your life more the fitness or coaching and of course obviously both but i look at it i'm like coaching has and that's what i was missing that first year of coaching that i didn't really realize until somebody pointed it out and i'm like shoot, you know, I'm doing I'm doing the people that follow me a disservice by not sharing something that's even impacted my life greater than the fitness. So Well, you know, the other the other thing on here is you you mentioned um sitting back and doing a bit of a brain dump, you know, from the standpoint of what coaching is, you know, has meant to you. But then I think the other piece is is to be thoughtful about 
how you are sharing, the curiosity marking, if you think about that, the whole intent is to put things out that will create an environment where other people will ask you questions, mm-hmm. not you tell them things. Right. And so typically when you when I see a lot of coaches or newer coaches, what they'll do is they'll just they blurt it out. They just kind of <laughs> say, Here it you know, here it is and the person mm-hmm. on the receiving end goes, Oh, yeah, okay, got it, not interested. As mm-hmm. opposed to people develop a commitment around things that they become interested in. And so part of this is a you know, is a funnel, if you will, or a process to make it safe for them to ask questions. And as they ask questions, they'll overcome their own objections, so to speak, because you'll know what's most important to them. So right. um, be thoughtful about it. Be thoughtful about the way you're posting. So people want to ask you questions versus you just telling them because um, everyone's telling them right now. Social media is just replete with everyone just saying, here it is, take it, versus, man, what is it? So, right. And is that fair? I mean, that's totally fair. And keep it in mind that social media is number three, I think, for a reason. Um, don't forget about the challenge groups and the in-person stuff because social media is just a tiny percentage of people see it, and it's a tiny percent of your business that I think, you know, we started to make it sometimes maybe 100% of our business when really it's just that small piece of your business. Okay, so we're we're about out of time. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna do two things to you here, Morgan. I'm gonna have you tell us what you told us very quickly, and then I'm just gonna ask you to wrap and just kind of say, you know, okay. So you just kind of mentioned this. Where where's my life changed with coaching? But maybe just take a little bit minute more on that. Sure, sure. So creating curiosity about coaching. Starting conversations about coaching can be extremely natural, extremely easy. You know, just focus on starting to create the curiosity in your challenge groups, in person, and then lastly, in social media. And how has my life changed because of coaching about four years ago? Yes. Um, So I used to be, well still recovering from it, a very rush, rush, rush um, type of person, you know, wake up early, go to work, teach, also helping Stephen build our franchise, work out, dinner, bed, wake up, do it all over again. And, you know, to me, my life has been changed through Beachbody, basically when it comes down to, to time. And what I mean by that is a perfect example is yesterday. My grandma called me up, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon and is like, hey, Morg, you know, do you want to come have coffee with me? And I can say yes. And um, to me, like, to me, that's my definition of success is being able to do that. And, you know, just as a side note to that, I never want, I never want new coaches or anybody to think that, wow, that's, that's phenomenal. You get to do that when you become a coach. That's you know, that wasn't the case until maybe this past year and sometimes still isn't because that took a lot of saying no to those coffee dates and a lot of sacrifice off the start to get things going. Um, you know, and this point I'm able to say yes in the afternoons to go for coffee. Well, that, I, I shared this out in Toronto or somewhere. There's an old, when I worked at Covey, an old Covey standing that says you can only say no when you have a deeper yes burning within, meaning you've got to mm. have something you're going for. And, and uh, you can pay now and play later, play now, pay later. Lots of little 
adages there, I guess, but what you just kind of summed that up is, is it, is it is work. And it's the thing that's amazing about this, and I talked in Toronto about this, but it's not a, the, the thing that should get everybody great hope. There's nothing magical about this. There's nothing that's just like one fell swoop, but it's this effort, these, these tiny habits and skills that you develop over time that accumulate and then become this skill set and turn into this, into this talent because you've been a craftsman of doing these kinds of things and of learning. And that's what Morgan has been talking about. So coaches, this is well within your wheelhouse. This is something that you can do. This is something that you can learn. When we talk about curiosity marketing, it's not something that should, that should create mystique or should scare you off. It's something that you know intuitively and you can learn to practice. And Morgan's done a great job of dropping this into three buckets in a, in a hierarchy, if you will, to, to work that. So getting off this call, there's a week left in this month, 98 days, as I shared earlier in, you know, in the year. Um, and, you know, I like time frames because it, it, it creates urgency for me. But, but as you look at where you are this morning, take advantage of what Morgan has shared. Coaches, we're about a, a, a great work. What we do is noble. As you, it, coaching is something where we are helping people create results and change in their lives. And we do it well with some of the best nutrition in the world and the best fitness programs in the world. And I would also suggest with some of the greatest people in the world who care, and that's you as coaches. Every coach I've met is someone that really has been successful because they've reached out to somebody else and someone reached out to them. That's what you're doing. Um, but we need to step it up. We need to get better with our skills and so our talents so we can get better results in our personal lives and overall. So, coaches, let's make this an absolutely great week, a week left in the month. Let's take September by storm. Thanks so much for joining. And, Morgan, again, thank you so much for being willing to share with us. Thank you very much, Jeff. All right, Sandy, back to you. Thanks, Jeff. And we're going to put this call up in about half an hour. You can call the replay at 832-225-5065. Make it a great last week of the month. Bye-bye, everybody.